Thank you, Irene. Thank you, Irene. Oh, man, I, I miss a white t-shirt menu. Memo. Uh, I'm just literally on the last piece of clean clothing that I have. I actually bought shorts off of Instagram the other day because I was out of clean clothes and I could get them in less than a day. So I would have clean clothes. Well, you can did buy they, clothes did on they Instagram? Come? They always come, Bill. What'd you say, Ray? You can buy clothes on Instagram? I get with the picture. They target you. Just click on one piece of clothing. They'll, they'll, they'll keep, uh, it'll keep coming. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Just like your mother. How you guys doing? Wonderful. How are you doing? I'm good. good. How are you? It's good to be back in the homestead. Uh, what's a <laughs> shitty and grin, Ray? I can't smile. I can't do it. You're so salty. You're so salty today. You just have an aura about you that we just hate you. And we just think you're always up to something no good. He's triggered so easily. So easy. So easily. We've, we've, we've really like just bent your will to uh, to think for yourself and just not really care about anything. You're He's, just constantly looking to get butt-fucked by a joke or by some steak or us pointing out how dumb you are. You're constantly on alert. I, has the doctor checked out your heart lately? Have you? Are you okay? Yeah, it's still fat. Of course, it is Chuck from Goonies. <laughs> Welcome to the Supermind Sports Show, Wednesday edition, July 28th. If you're listening on YouTube, please subscribe, rate, review. If you're listening on the podcast, do the same. Uh, tell your friends. Welcome to the Supermind Sports Show. Um, I am coming as I, I, I don't know if anyone listening, I don't know how many shows we recorded. I also don't know how many shows we got out. It was an absolute complete haze of the simple mind sports of the last four days. Uh, <laughs> cause I've just been driving and drinking, driving and drinking. I feel like the queen. Um, so Ugh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> uh, and anyone else? That was me yesterday. <laughs> it's a heat shark Tuesday. That means it's wine Tuesday. But other than that, usually I am drinking white birch brewing as you should be, as we were on Saturday morning when we did our 9 a.m. recording. And Ray was was having something that looked really delightful. What did you have in there on Golden Saturday? Golden Lager. It's new from White Birch Brewing. What's your what you, you munching on over there, Ray? Uh, Tic Tacs. Oh. <laughs> Is that the new diet, the Tic Tac diet? Mm-hmm. Tic Tac and water. <laughs> the Tic Tac cleanse. That's not bad. That's Thank not you. bad. My breath will be minty fresh. Well, wash that down with a little bit of white birch. You'll be feeling fine. And if you can't do that, head on down to the brewery in Nashua, New Hampshire. Ray, address, please. 460 Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Get on down to the brewery. Get yourself a hat. Uh, get yourself a pint, get yourself a flight. Uh, if you can't get down there, get at your local beer store, wherever you get it. Tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you white birch brewing. We are in off season freaking mania, boys. This is where it's fun to be a sports fan. All, like even Jets for, sports, but even though I don't know if you guys have heard Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson has still hasn't signed. <laughs> how is how is that possible, dude? It's the your, Jets. Your contract is fucking slotted. They know what you're already going to get. Like, what are you trying to work out? Like, he's trying to work out some fucking stupid language in it because that's what all these guys are doing. And now the number two guy, that's a bad look on the Jets. It's Unless amazing. Zach Wilson's a cunt, like I've been saying since the draft. Yes, you have. You have been saying that for a while, Bill. Did, did we ever talk about his uncle who is uh, 
chartering his own jets five hundred dollars jets <laughs> to fly from the bu game to uh to the jets game or whatever or whatever that weekend is they're trying to see both games because whatever they got family in both games and he's a douchebag so he's charging six hundred dollars a seat on his own jets yeah he owns jet blue yep <laughs> Anyway, I was going to say all, all hopes are, are on the table here. If you're uh, you were in hockey offseason, we're in uh, 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 basketball, basketball offseason, we're at the trade deadline for baseball, football season is upon us, and the, even that has gotten NBA-ish. Fucking quarterbacks are still on the move as training can't get started or supposedly on the move. So all, unless you're a New York Jets fan, you have hope. There's things to look forward to. There's things to get excited about. So we're going to talk a lot about that today. But first, this is a headline show. Let's get this on the table. The Red Sox and Alex Verdugo specifically continue to uh, beat the shit out of their ALEs opponents. And not only beat the shit, just drive nails in the coffin, specifically the New York Yankees and Blue Jays. Bill, uh, Queen, I know you were at the game on Sunday. Got us some live footage from that eighth inning comeback after the no-no. Just quickly give us your recap uh, of your of your weekend uh, at Fenway. Yeah, I mean, Jermaine, seven innings, no hit, no hitter. I mean, the, the, they look lost until the eighth inning. I mean, he had a big, big double to start. He had five straight hits, 17 total pitches, I believe, to take the lead. You got it on a nice sack fly by Xander Bogarts. I mean, and then Matt, Matt Barnes, Barnes came in, kind of shut him down, gave him a one-out walk or a single to stand. But came back, got a pop up to third end of the game. I mean, it was great. The fucking stadium was very, very quiet. You know, I mean, you, you had the 22 outs straight by him, and he was striking guys out. Duran, I believe, struck out three times. You know, it was just he was he was rolling. You know, he was only 85, close to 85, 90 pitches going into the fucking eighth, and then everything just unraveled. It shows you what the Yankees' biggest problem is their bullpen. But yeah, again, the, the yeah, their balls. And then again, the Red Sox, they did it again. Monday night against the Blue Jays, you know, Verdugo again with a big two run homer in the eighth inning, Matt Barnes comes in, shuts the door again. I mean, they just have this will to win. Yeah. It's pretty fun to watch. And Ray, can we give a golf clap uh, real quickly to one Alex Cora who dropped Verdugo in the lineup uh, not a week ago after struggling for a little bit. And look at that. Maybe he does know how to push some buttons. Maybe he is worth what he's worth because uh, Verdugo has been the hero as of late. And I mean, you could tell the guy fucking runs hot and cold. I mean, when he's on, he's a dynamic hitter. He's a dynamic player for them. Um, when he's off, you know, he can go into streaks. So it, it's good to see him uh, getting the battle alive. I expect him to be back up in the lineup, especially like you said, Duran has been struggling a little bit here, bro. Uh, can I yeah, stop yeah. it real quick, bro? Uh, Red Sox now have 62 wins. Uh, 33 of those are come from behind wins. I think that says something in itself that this team likes playing for Alex Cora or wants to play for Alex Cora. They'll fight to the very end, like I've been saying all season. It's a very beautiful thing to watch right now. Yeah, some of these comebacks are a little overrated, though. All right, 32 and 62 wins. It's just when they were trailing in a game. It could be one nothing in the first, and that's well, a comeback a, win. You know what I mean? stat for you there, nerd. Uh, 12 Good. of those comeback wins have been from the fifth inning on. That's the so, ones I care about. Those are the 60, ones I what's care about. the math about. in that? Fifth, a fifth of their games have been uh, true comeback wins. Th that's the I'll one that's mean. That's the one that's meaningful because again, a comeback they consider is you're just losing at yeah, some point I mean, in the game. You could go down 0-1 in the first if in, and you're the home team in the top out of the first and then drop eight runs in their head. That so the fifth comeback. inning on, and I'd like you know you probably have seven <clears throat> of them probably from the seventh eighth inning on roughly. Well, we just saw two over the weekend, which were pretty fun. And, uh, yeah, they continue to roll, but uh, the Rays are right there. There's still only a game up on the Rays. Uh, game and, and a half. The, and the Rays are 
uh, active here at the trade deadline, and we expect the Red Sox to be too. So let's jump into that. Uh, let's first just throw out the names that are out there because there's some big ones and people are on the move. So Max Scherzer, as we stand here today, has been getting the most buzz I've seen today. You've got a number of teams in on him, which we'll get to. <laughs> What's so funny? Nothing. <clears throat> I'll get to it. Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Craig Kimbrell, the Cubs are having a fire sale. They're burning that fucker down. Carlos Santana, uh, Rizel Iglesias. Rizel, Rizel, Rizel. Well, I, that was very good on the first. Thank try. you, thank You're you welcome. very much. Uh, both have been linked to the to the Red Sox. We'll get there. I think I said pages before that, so you know, one for one. Uh, Trevor Story, Nelson Cruz, we saw go earlier this week to Tampa, uh, Rays, Tampa, and I saw Eric Cosmer as someone who the Astros are looking at, who is an older name, but you know that's a boost to their club and it's a name. So uh, obviously, we want to stick with the Red Sox specifically here. We've heard they are heavy in on Rizzo. We have heard, I've heard a lot of the Santana Iglesias deal. And now today, as Scherzer has been made available, uh, the Red Sox are one of eight teams in on him, uh, five teams seriously in on him. And Bill continues to laugh at this. So go ahead, Bill. I just don't believe this Red Sox in on him. You're not going to gut the farm system for Max Scherzer. Like, I don't believe too much in this team, truthfully. And I don't know, like, I'm not trading away my future to invest heavily in this team. I think there's other options you can get. I think the real option should be a guy like Anthony Rizzo. I like Carlos Santana, too, in that role. You need that lefty on, on first base because Bobby Dahlbach's not the guy. Frenchy Cordero's not the guy. Chavis, who they have there, is not the guy. You know, I, I lean more towards Rizzo. He doesn't have any – he's a free agent to be. You know, you saw what the price was for Nelson Cruz. I think it was like the top, there was like two top 15 prospects and they were both like 14th. And I think actually one was 19th best prospects. So, I mean, those are the type of guys I want them to move. You're not going to move a guy like York and Blaze. You just got last year. Meyer, you can't move this year because you just, you just drafted him. He just signed. So, I mean, it's like, I don't want those guys to invest because that's Dimbrowski. I still think you're a Max Scherzer away in the pitching staff from winning a World Series. So, I mean, I, I don't... If you I'm, get Max Scherzer, you're a Max Scherzer away? No, no, saying? no. Sorry, you're another pitcher away besides Max Scherzer. And like, that's... I mean, yeah, you, you would think a Chris Sale, Max Scherzer on any other given year, you're probably a World Series team this year. But uh, not you don't know what you're getting out of Chris Sale. I don't trust Evaldi long term. I know he's an all star this year, but again, I don't like it. Martin Perez showed up like terribly against the Yankees on on Sunday on a half JV team that they had. So it's like well, I want to see. It. Sorry, to, sorry to interrupt you, Bill. I mean, I I I think we all agree, Ray, that Heimbloom is not going to give up on his top prospects. And really quick, let's just throw those out in case people are not aware of who they're looking at. I don't know if is is Marcelo Mayer signed. He, he was the kid yep. that they drafted. Six and a half. Oh, yeah, six and a half. Anyway, six yeah, yeah, big, big I don't know if you can million. trade a draft pick in the. I don't think you can. No, you so can't trade him. Tristan Cassis is the overall number one prospect for the Red Sox. It's not even really close. You got Jeter Downs. Let's consider Jaron Duran in there. Uh, Brian Maddock. Can you can you trade a guy in the minors who's hurt? I think he can. I you, think he can you, trade his rights. You can, I don't. You can, but you, it's all going to depend on the medicals. You know, okay. the physicals and shit. You got an outfielder, um, Alberto Jimenez, uh, Tanner Huac, who we like, who's been in the bigs. Jake Groom, who was highly coveted in 2017. Nick York, uh, Blaze Jordan, Bryant Dalback. So, um, you know, it's not the greatest farm system out there. You got some names. We don't think that they're going to give up names. I wouldn't either for Max Scherzer. It's just interesting that all the reports continue to come out that they are in on him. And, Ray, I think it's because, number one, 
Scherzer's come out today and redefined what he's looking for. It's not necessarily a West Coast team. It's a team that can contend this year and in the future. So he's looking to pitch. He's got a weird contract where basically you can get him and pay nothing this year, which keeps you under the tax, which is important for the Red Sox. And then it's $15 million in real cash and something like $10 million on the salary, uh, on the luxury tax moving forward. It's a good deal for a three-time Cy Young winner, even at 38 years old, who's a workhorse. I can see why the Red Sox are into them. Of course, it's going to come down to the cost. The other teams are the Dodgers, uh, the Padres, uh, and the Giants, uh, who all have something to offer, but they've all gutted their system in the last few years, too. So uh, other than Scherzer Ray, uh, the Rizzle seems real. Yep. And uh, Carlos Santana is a guy you can play first base, of course. And the Glacius kid's the only one I've heard talked about that could come into the bullpen. So Please, give, no. Give me your – uh... I'm a so out on him. Oh. Okay. Well, give me, your, give me your thoughts on the Red Sox trade deadline here um, two days away as we release this on Wednesday. I think it's going to be Rizzo. I mean, our first basemen are uh, 244 on base percentage right now, which is worse than the league. Uh, Rizzo is a 346 on base percentage right now, 13 home runs in 90 games with the Cubs. So that'd be an improvement. I mean, obviously, he's a hurt player. You know, he hasn't been the greatest in the past couple of years. And that's why they're doing a fire sale to get whatever they can for uh, assets back for him. But I'd go for Anthony Rizzo. That'd be a help in first base. and. God, they can actually hit. Well, he's yeah, and that's your right? – he's a um, – He's a lefty man, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, uh, Dabak can't hit right-handed pitching. Yeah. So he's, that's he's why they the want him solution. in there. He wants a lefty bat. Look, it's all, all of these guys is cost for the Red Sox. You're right. Like, you know, Time Bloom has come in here to build this farm system up, and I think he's done it pretty – I mean, you have some – if you wanted to go get one of these guys, you can do it. You have the arsenal right now. I think you do. And, and you have the payroll because you're the Red Sox. I don't think they will. I don't think they're certainly not giving up uh, Tristan Cassius. I'd give up Cheater Downs. Fuck yeah, I'd give up Cheater Downs for a no, year uh, of Anthony Rizzo to fill that gap. I'm still – I'm. we've been saying all year, you just listed the shitbags on the staff, Bill. you got to do something about the pitching. You have to do something about the pitching if you want to make a real run in the playoffs. It's defensive playoffs that wins that win, wins in playoffs. We know All right, that. if you can get Max Scherzer for fucking Cheater Downs and Connor Wong, all right, I'm in. I'm in. But it's obviously that's fucking ridiculous. I just don't – I expect the Dodgers make make the move. You don't know what's going on with Trevor Bauer. They have the prospects. They're the best drafting team. They have young talent they offer off their roster. You know, they still have better young players that they can offer to get Max Scherzer, if they want, if they want to go for it, and then, like you said, it's an arms race out there in the West. I mean, it, you if you're San Francisco, why wouldn't you throw your hat in that ring? Because out of fucking fear that the Dodgers or the Padres are going to go out and get him, you know, Padres want to move Eric Cosmer. He's due for like four years and fifty-two million. I think you could you can cross him right off the Red Sox list. Santana signed next year for eleven or twelve. You know, it sounds like they only want one year, like this year free agent. So, I mean, it's gotta be Rizzo. And again, you can get them for two top 20 prospects. I'd even Jeter downs in whatever trash at the, but I'm holding on to Jordan blaze Jordan. You got last year in the second round. I'm holding on to Nick York and obviously mayor. You really can't trade Jake room. I would do Jake, Jake room. Bye-bye. You know, he's out of there and, and hook I'm holding on to right now. I mean, unless again, if, if something falls in your lap, you know, yeah. that you're going to get a number two starter for Tanner Hawk, then do it. But I mean, I, you know, you can kind of see him being a nice third or fourth guy down the road. Here's the only, here's the only other, and I don't know if I do this, but here's the only other scenario I'll give you that the Red Sox may want to, or may stretch on Max Scherzer is the Rays are in on him too. And the Rays could probably get him if they want to dump a salary. So if you're in a fight for the AL East and you really want to go for it this year, 
you know, it's better. It's you not get, locked it's up better either. You get them. That, no, of course it's not. No, you're a game and a half up. And again, getting Nelson Cruz is huge. And I know they just pitching. Do you trust more the Rays or the Red Sox? Even after dumping Rich Hill, I trust the Rays. So, uh, you know, the idea of keeping him away from Tampa and adding to your, I can see that as a really enticing uh, situation for the Red Sox. You're right. I don't know where their leverage comes from in terms of these other teams and what, the, and what they can uh, give the Nats. Um, but Max Scherzer holds a lot of cards here too. I mean, I'm sure he would love to go to the dot, but he's got a ring. I don't know. He, he might, he's a weird cat. He's got a little bit of a fucking thing wrong. And the Red Sox have liked him for a long time. Well, they he were, does want to resign too. That's the thing with, he wants. When he signed with the Nats, the Red Sox were, I think, two or three on that list. They almost got him. And I think the Nats overpaid for him or paid more for him. So he's been on the list for a long time. Um, don't don't sleep on it. I, there's a reason that, that that Red Sox keep coming up. There's a reason. So Yeah, but you're not gutting your system for him. Just get something. Just throw your cards in Anthony Rizzo and just get a bullpen arm. You know, and as much in Kimbrell, if you can get Kimbrell in, in – and Rizzo, I mean, that's your problem right there. I mean, you're going to see, especially in the playoffs, shirt sure up. You have the most third most hold, holds in the game, but you still need to shirt sure up. Sour Moore was hurt. Brandon Workman's trash. Josh Taylor kind of came back to earth. So, I mean, I think you could probably get by with your pitching with, with Hawk and, and then hopefully you get sale coming back at, you know, even 80, 85% of sales better than a hundred percent of every other piece of trash on the South. I mean, the, the Red Sox starting rotation. So, I mean, that's, that's should be your Avenue, Anthony Rizzo and a bullpen guy. And again, if you can go Kimbrell to, to Barnes one, two, I mean, eight, nine, dude, that's the, and the, oh, it's gross. Also, if you can, um, yeah, I don't know how much, I don't know what Kimber's going to cost either. I mean, he's a high salary and I don't 16 with the, I, I don't know if it's a player option or a team option, but he's got an option for next year, about the same amount of money. He's he's the White Sox, of... Astros and A's are all in on him too. So, I mean, you're yeah, he doesn't seem guys. realistic for the A's Sox. are in on um, Max Scherzer too. Don't sleep on them. They get some, yeah. they get some pretty decent prospects. They can move. Yeah. Here's the question that I would have. If you're the Red Sox who have been trying to avoid this luxury tax, they're only a million under it right now. I don't know how you bring anybody on without dumping anybody and stay under that tax. Uh, I'm sure there's some minutia that can go on. That's beyond our dumb heads in terms of luxury tax maneuvering. Um, but you're, you've got the, the third highest payroll in baseball. And just, just for a little tidbit, the Yankees are also under the tax. They tax, they got 500 grand under the Dodgers are the only team over the tax and they are over by 17 million dollars what's it 221 million is that what the taxes uh something uh i don't know i put it in there but yeah something like that um yeah their luxury tax payroll compared to the real to payroll is like an extra 50 million or something so um well we know they're gonna do something it'll be interesting to see and and this is this is heim bloom's first real trade deadline right so um we kind yeah, of scoffed. last year, but that thing sucked. They didn't invest in anything last year. They dumped everybody. Yeah. We scoffed at the moves he made this off season. A lot of them, I would say, have worked out. One of them has certainly not. I'm looking at you, Garrett Richards. Um, let's see what he can do. Let's see what kind of moves he can make in the uh, in the trade deadline with the pieces that he's got. Um, if he's feeling stressed out, I would suggest he shoot on down to Rhode Island, uh, get himself a little bit of CBD all natural remedy from our friend, Dr. Tom at back to basics. You can go to back to basics, LLC.com. That's B a K the number two basics, LLC.com. You get a free sample with every order that you make all natural remedy, get your good sleep, relieve stress. I'm bloom. I recommend it to you back guys, to basics. Guys, little can I interrupt you real quick. Yeah. I bought some for my dog because as you know, my dog's a spaz. Yep. 
it works wonders. I'm not just saying this because they're a sponsor of our show. He's actually mellowed out <laughs> a lot since I started giving it to him. So I highly there. recommend it. Go on there. I got the bacon flavored for my dog. It works great. There you go. You have a pussy dog. <laughs> yeah, not all of us have a little lap dog like you, Bill. Sorry. Oh, that's a mean thing to call his mother. Um, <clears throat> speaking of off seasons, the NHL somehow has taken headlines away from everybody in the last couple of weeks, and it's not going anywhere. Uh, this league is on fire. We got trades happening. Obviously, we had the expansion draft. We had the real draft. Um, and now people are getting sent left and right. We had Mark Andre Fleur, Fleury uh, get Fleur, traded, Fleur, right? <clears throat> get traded via t- Twitter. Apparently, not knowing that he was traded, neither team bothered to give him a call. <laughs> what a fucking kick in the dick! And you know what it was for too? It was a complete one hundred percent salary dump. They got him from some AHL player that was literally played six career AHL games and will never, ever, ever play in the NHL. <laughs> That's dude. That's exactly what it is. Like, I had to read that just, twice when I saw that. They're like, "Oh, it's for an AHL player." I'm like, "But it has to be like draft compensation too." Nope, just an AHL player. Complete salary dumping. He's going to probably retire. He's going to talk to his family and see if he's going to. Well, he wants to go back it. to Pittsburgh. He wants to go back to Pittsburgh. So let's just hope that Chicago does him right and sends him to Pittsburgh. I mean, <laughs> how fucking good would that if they get they give up some guy that they paid. Si- some shitty AHL guy and they flip him to Pittsburgh for like a second or third round pick. You're just going to look at fucking Vegas. Like they're idiots. Yeah. Especially when you're Chicago where you unloaded Duncan fucking Keith for stupid, you could get a trade with no money that you retain. Now you can retain money on flurry to get something. It's like, Jesus Christ, Vegas is going to look fucking stupid. And that's a dickhead move. They just did. He just won the fucking Vesna. Yeah, we know how Bill feels about people winning the Vesna. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus Christ. He, uh, and in Vegas are stupid. I mean, they went for broke. Uh, they, they were looking to dump Sally all season long. They didn't do it. Uh, they went for the cup and they lost to the goddamn Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> what a fucking, mm-hmm. lo- what a bunch of losers. They might be on the downhill for a while here. Uh, obviously, like you just said, we saw Seth Jones go to the Blackhawks earlier. Um, Oof, that's out. a hold on. That's a big deal. Bruins ramifications, too. Ouch. <laughs> yeah um that, yeah yeah that's a big deal we, you know we got into it a little bit last show we got a ways to go uh we saw the move with uh arizona and the canucks uh larson and garland going there for a haul sam reinhardt this one went under the radar a little bit goes down to florida from uh buffalo anybody coming out of buffalo i give them a two-point bump no matter where they're going mm-hmm. they're just automatically going to get better and he's been pretty good there so that's a nice little pickup for them but still out there uh eichel still out there tarasenko Kusin, uh, Kutsinov, Kushinov, over in the Caps. Um, oh, Maybe. I thought you were the guy from Minnesota. No, the Caps have been trying to move uh, Kutsinov. Oh, that fucking crazy Russian that they hate. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau is still out there. He's been floated for a year and a half. Stamkos salary has been floated out there. Obviously, DeBrusque on the Bruins. Um, and then uh, Rasmus Rostolian on the Sabres, who, Bill, you've mentioned a couple of times. So there's a lot of names still out there uh, on the pending trade market as free agency begins today, Wednesday, right? 20, 28th, yep. Um, so <clears throat> I ask you, meanwhile, in, in Bruins land, the uh, Bruins are officially out on Ryan Suter. That was our guy. We wanted him. He's Full going- f- he wants four-year deal. Bullshit. Yeah. See ya. I, Bye-bye. I, he's 36, Bye-bye. he said. Bye-bye. He'll be 37 when it's bye-bye. Go, go, go. I was fine. Two, three-year deal. Boo, that fourth year, uh-uh. 
No, nope. yeah, he's going for the money. Looks like Dallas, which not a bad fit for him. I mean, they made it to the cup a couple years ago. They and no income tax. They have no state income tax. You're that old. You're 36 years old. You should be chasing the cup. Now you're trying to ch- chase every last fucking dollar. Taxes forever. Uh, but good news here. They acquired left shot defenseman James Greenway from the Maple Leafs. I'm sure you've all heard of him. He's a 23-year-old third-round pick from 2016. They've already got three or four of these fucking guys trying to make the team. So uh, they're filling that defensive hole or real nice. There is one name out there that intrigued me uh, as I've been reading up on this. Uh, Ray, I'm sure you're aware of this man over in Vancouver. Uh, left shot Nate Schmidt. Um uh, They've been talking about swapping him into Brusque, the Bruins and the Canucks have, yep. for about a year. Uh, we all know how we feel about the Brusque. This guy seems to fit a lot of needs for the Bruins. Uh, go ahead. Make that deal. Yeah, make well, that would, deal. Yeah, Sweeney, you'd be a god if you got rid of DeBrusque for something that you could actually use on this team. So, yeah, absolutely do it. Get rid of DeBrusque. Yeah, uh, Schmidt's out. a two-way. It's just real quick, Bill. Schmidt's a two-way. He's six hundred, uh, six foot, about two hundred pounds. Two-way defenseman uh, can can fill the need next to McAvoy. He's not a, you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't call him a, an all-star, but he he can fill the role. Certainly, he's only getting paid six million. It's a doable salary for the Bruins. Uh, and the Canucks need to dump some salary. So, feels right to me. Feels right to me. Uh, you know, that's a name. In I'm not the biggest hockey guy, and I don't know roster to roster, but. You know, if you can tell me there's another guy out like out there like that, and if they like him more, fine. But that's the profile I'm looking for. Yeah, honestly, you got to replace a lot of the German Lausanne. He averaged almost three minutes of ice time shorthanded. That's a huge, you know, with Brandon Carlo. Zorbel can't do that. Mike Riley, who just brought back three years, three million, uh, nine million bucks. Good, good, good deal. I'm glad they didn't overpay uh, pay him. Good win for Sweeney on that. You're actually in on an Arizona defender now. Uh, Golgowski, I believe yeah. is I believe his name is. But the thing is, he's a good. He can play left shot. He's more of your stay at home guy. He's not going to score you a lot of points. But he was, I think, it was a plus six last year, and he averaged two fifty five of uh, shorthanded time. He could slide right in in that kind of Lazan role. I mean, that's a that's kind of a big loss as much as you know as a young player. But the amount of shorthanded time he added, you don't have a lot of guys that can replace it on the team right now. And it, you could probably get him for cheap, you know, and I would do that for DeBrusque, honestly, and then just kind of figure out. It, I mean, you, you kind of took your offers away from uh, Richie Akashic, you know, you well, did it, take their offers. Yeah. So breaking news two days ago, they did rescind those restricted free agents offers, which good. I mean, we hated the, the Kashuk one at two and a half. And wasn't a, I mean, Nick Ritchie, I can take him or leave him at 2 million. He would have been a fine player at 2 million, but I think you can fill that role with something better uh, for maybe a little bit more money on the Golikowski Golowski guy. I, I like the profile. He's just small. He's another five ten, five eleven guy. You got a couple of them in Grizzlick and uh, Connor Cliffy, Cliffy hockey there. Maybe he plays bigger, but. Oh, he's an iron man though. Like he doesn't yeah. miss a lot of games. He averages 22 minutes of ice time. You know, he he's played a shit ton. He's, you know, Arizona hasn't been great, but I mean, that's a guy you could probably get kind of, you know, you're not going to break the bank to go out and, and uh, make a trade for him And Arizona. Again, is on a fire sale right now. So that's another piece that you can kind of maybe pilfer off that, that walking corpse of a team down there. There's the coyotes. No wonder why there's no hunting permit to kill them. <laughs> Ooh, nice singer, Bill. Uh, Krejci, uh, here's a hashtag Billy bomb. Krejci will be coming back to the Bruins on a one-year deal. Seems like, uh, like we've been talking about a pretty low AAV there. If he's at the minimum, 
God bless you, David Krejci and Don Sweeney. He won't probably be three and a half, four, I bet. Man, that's too high for me, but okay. You need a second line center. Uh, Ray, other than that, do you have a feeling, just a gut in that uh, FUPA of yours that the Bruins have an aggressive plan as free agency starts? Or do you, it, let me answer my own question. It, I'm starting to get scared that they're in this kind of sitback mode as everybody else moves around them and moves the chessboard around. And they're going for like bargain bin shopping pretty much after all the high They got a lot of holes to fill. I just feel like they're not like, you know, we talked about it, flip your roster, go get some guys to make a, make a two or three year run um, with Bergeron here. Doesn't feel like they're doing that to me. What do you think? Especially with the Yandel deal. I don't know if you guys saw the Philadelphia Flyers sign him today for $900,000. I'm okay with that. You wouldn't want to bring him to Boston for that. No, he's a declining player. You know, they scratched him for three out of the six games in the playoffs against Tampa Bay. You know, he averaged 16 minutes of ice time last year. He's declined every year. There's a reason he just got bought out in Florida. I get it. He's an Ironman, you know, but he doesn't play a lot on the penalty kill. And that's where you're going to kind of need it. Again, you just lost Lazan on that left side. You need more penalty kill minutes. His offense, he's an offensive puck mover. His offense has been down, especially in this uh, 56-game season. So, I mean, 900K, yeah, I guess you try to bring him in, but he chose Philly. You know, like he, Bruins were on the list. He chose Philly. Good. See you later. He's... I like that every guy that doesn't choose to come to Boston, fuck him good. See you later. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> you no, think you're better been, than me? It's Boston or nothing. I have been saying I'm not huge on Yandel on the show multiple times. Like, I just feel like they, the, they've been linked to the – he's been linked to the Bruins for a couple years going on now. I mean, he was trade when he traded to Florida, but – 900k Here, seems pretty fucking cheap. Here's yeah. what I ex- here's what I expect, and this is where I'll talk myself out of my last point. Uh, the Bruins have Sweeney has come out and said now since before the end of the season that this team needs an all-purpose left-shot defenseman that they can pair with Charlie McAvoy. Seems like they've locked up their second pairing, the third pairing, in some of their depth on that defensive core. You got I know you only have three left-shot defensemen signed. But I think they got a plan for the lower end guys. And they, I've been saying this: Vakanainen needs time. Zobrol needs time. They need ice time. Uh, Greslick, Clifton, those guys are going to get hurt. They are they're raised size. Uh, so in in height, average, average, yeah. average. So uh, I think that they have a big probably move. bigger dicks than you two. <laughs> Can they go back to back with your we mother? We've seen okay. yours, Dick. Don't worry about it. I just left here at the weekly rocket session with your mom. So I'll ask her, uh, you can ask her how big it is. Pew, pew. Uh, so I do expect them to, to make a move at, with it. I, I, I expect a left shot defenseman to come in here, whether it's a trade or free agency. Um, I expect that to happen. Other than that, I don't know what their plan is. I don't know what their plan is for their third, third line pairing or I'd be anything a- beyond there. And I'd be backup, okay. uh, veteran yeah. goalie Holpe is now kind of being tossed out there as, as a one-time Bruin killer might be fascinating to see him come in and back up Swayman. A um, lot of conjecture when you got a team with $20 million to spend. Um, but it feels like that's always the deal with the Bruins and very little happens. Yeah. And I expect them to kind of go with the, you know, they're right now on um, Getzliff. Brian Getzlaff from um, Anaheim, you know, he, he's 16 years there. He's 36 or 37. Now, I mean, that's kind of the veterans you're looking at. You you look like you were in on Yandel. You're in on Suter. You know, he he's a bottom 
six forward now. He's not really in your top two top two lines, which you have pretty much set. But I'd probably take him in at a third line guy. You saw what Corey Perry did, former line mate with him down there in Anaheim. He bounced around Dallas, led Dallas to the Stanley Cup last year on on that team. He was on the Canadians team this year that kind of went to the Stanley Cup. So you kind of see some of that leadership on a young team. You know, you have Sagan there down in Dallas and you kind of saw that leadership. They both won a cup in 2007. So, I mean, those are the type of the guys you probably want to bring in. He's got a little bit left in, in the tank. You know, it, 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 it's, you need bottom three, bottom four guys. And, you know, if you could get him with maybe Charlie Coyle down there on the third line, I, I'd, I'd probably be okay with that, but you need to address it. With well, right now, you have Trent Frederick. So yeah, I take Ryan gets left. I'm okay with that. But if he doesn't Especially sign in Boston, if he doesn't sign a Boston bill, fuck him. Fuck him. No, he'll probably... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he goes out to Toronto. He's from, uh, he's, he's from the FDA. If he doesn't sign in Boston, I didn't really want him in the first place. Yeah, uh, fuck him. Speaking of signing in Boston, uh, news out of the NBA in the Celtic circles this past week. Bradley Beal has not yet, but if he did request a trade out of Washington, <laughs> his, stupid. his preferred destination would be Boston, not a week after him and uh, his buddy went and partied out in Vegas and lost to fucking Nigeria. So uh, Bradley Beal, did he win the scoring title last year? No, he, he finished second. Uh, Harden? Yeah. Do you know, uh, like, that story sounds made up when you just said they were partying in Vegas and lost in Nigeria, but that really happened. That did happen. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Doesn't it? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, they went out there fucking lost in some shit old country, Nigeria or whatever, but it really happened. No, it happened. And uh, Tatum had to take a rest day because his knee hurt, quote unquote, and Bradley Beal got COVID. So there you go. That's fun. Uh, here's all I'll say on this. We don't have to spend too much time because uh, it's not going to happen for a while if it does happen. I am firmly on the you do not get rid of Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal move. Firmly. I don't know how it's going to work with Beal, Tatum, and Brown all needing the basketball, all young guys, but I'm not sacrificing a 24-year-old all-star in, uh, in uh, Brown for Bradley Beal, even if it does make Tatum happy. Even if it does, I, you, you have to be able to make that deal without giving up Brown or just wait a year and sign him next year. That's, that's, what I was, that's my point. I would wait a year. You don't give up Jalen Brown because if you get a, I don't think Washington would take Jalen Brown because you can't build around Jalen Brown. He's not that star player. And plus they have some bad contracts on that team. So uh, one of the things they were saying that uh, Boston could do is take on a terrible contract. One of the guys, one of the European guys that I have on their team that they decide to take that on and then maybe get rid of like Marcus smart, fucking Robert Williams, uh, some other guys, Romeo Langford, stuff like that. I would do that in a heartbeat, but do not, get rid of Jalen Brown. Hold on. Didn't you say you'd trade Jalen Brown for Damian Lillard? That's a different story. <laughs> oh, okay. Just checking. It's a different no, story. I, no, I, I don't. Story for a different day? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing, you fuck. No, Damian Lillard's a once-in-a-generation kind of point guard that you would have on this team. But you'd you'd have a fucking lockdown scorer, Bradley Beal, just finish second in the scoring title. I think he lost on the last day. So what's the difference? What's Dame ever done that fucking He's Bradley Beal hasn't? He's a facilitator as well as a scorer. You are just – Bradley Beal is just a, just a scorer. No, you, you're just – Damian mind. Lillard can do everything, and he has a great catchphrase with Dame time, so suck my dick. Here's though. what Damian Lillard brings that uh, Beal might not bring is a gigantic set of balls that I, I don't know if Bradley Beal has or not. I, I like you know him. Me, you know me, Rich. I like a guy with – You like ball. a big set of testicles. You can yeah. relate. Uh, early in Bradley Beal's career, he had a lot of injury history. Um, he's undersized. 
I don't know how great of a defender he is. It looks like he's, uh, he locks in. I don't know how good he is. Um, I've said this before. Jason Tatum is the key to your franchise. If it makes him happy, then you do it. But I don't give a brown for it. I will say this, though. I think Tatum is already a guy attracting, t- attracting players to play with him. And whether you like that or not in the NBA, Tatum is that guy. He's that dookie sneaker. It's just because him, and, him and Bradley Beal had their first gay experience together down there in St. Louis. <laughs> they might have. They might have played Operation. <laughs> a little docking. A little docking <laughs> at the AAU camps. <laughs> might have happened. Uh, and then really quickly, uh, this other thing. Uh, Celtics are in a Miles Turner again. Yeah. Uh, so and Marcus I love Smart Miles is- Turner. <laughs> we, we know Bill. You spent the whole summer last year talking about Miles Turner. Well, it this- almost came true. Here's what this tells me: is Brad Stevens was barking up that tree to Danny. Go get Miles Turner for Gordon Hayward. Like get him and Dougie buckets. That's all. That's the best you're gonna do. We need that player. And Danny Andrew, no, no, no. I can squeeze one more out of this. Fucking How guy. fucking funny it would be if he gets <laughs> if he gets Miles Turner right now? Yeah, they're That'd talking him. Brogdon's out there too. All, this is what I'm most happy about in all of this Celtics chatter is Marcus Smart is at the top of the list of guys that are expected to be moved uh, in the new Brad Stevens. Gallinari is available, too, down there in Atlanta. Yeah, talk about olding, aging players. I'd take Dougie McBuckets over Gallinari. He's old. Yeah, I'd take Gallinari. Okay. You would. To each his own. Um some more off-season chatter. We have training camp uh, going on, obviously, in Patriots land. And Deshaun Watson is back in the headlines. The Patriots are still one of a handful of teams that would be in on Deshaun Watson, and the Texans have made him available for a trade. Could and should the Patriots do this quickly, Ray? Go ahead. Yes and yes. You're a motherfucking star, fucker, fucker. <laughs> Obviously, the question mark with Deshaun Watson is he's got like 400 women claiming that he uh, sexually abused them. Allegedly. Allegedly. We don't we there's just some civil suits going on. Now there's just some regular scoots suits. I'm sure that there are some trapos out there trying to collect some checks, but there might actually be some women who he was weird with. We don't know. Uh, We do know that that type of uh, PR doesn't go well with Mr. Kraft and (laughs) <laughs> his, his $400 billion Pacific Asians or whatever it was fucking called. Dude, he bought out for his little uh, inter, inter uh Oh, I would have loved I would have loved to see the bill on that attorney. That powerhouse of a fucking attorney that he got. Was it Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer? It was the same guy as Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> same fucking guy. I think makes Michelle you wonder how huh, Mr. Too. Kraft. Uh, so yeah, that's what, that's why I would, I would say, and you just got out of that AB thing not too long ago, Antonio Brown with all that bullshit. I would say the PR nightmare that would come and Bill, like, think of that conversation goes, Hey, Mr. Kraft, I'm Bill Belichick. I know I just spent a quarter billion dollars of your money. I'd like to bring in this serial sexual assaulter into a, into the program. We're going to have to pay him 40 million next year, but this year he's pretty cheap. And you know what? He's pretty good. Uh, okay, Bill. If you could get it for Mac Jones <laughs> in a first round pick, bring me some Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> but would that be the final puzzle piece that you need to after the offseason you had? Get a quarterback that actually can throw the ball with all the weapons you just got. If you put Deshaun Watson on this team, you're, you're, you're a Super Bowl contender and you probably, 
you're probably the best team in the league. You probably are. You're right up there with the Chiefs. You're you're probably right up there with Tampa. I, I don't expect Brady to come back as good as he was last year. I mean, that defense carried them alive. You know, your 44 year old quarterback eventually, Father Time is going to uh, hit. And that, have you seen the video of him throwing into the jug machine? He looks He's, like a bag of bones right now. Yeah, he does. He's lost a lot of weight. I can't wait for him to get hit in the head once. But Sean no, Watson I mean, is a top five quarterback in the league. Of course, if he comes on a team with Bill Belichick and the improved roster and the defense that they have, yeah, they would be Super Bowl contenders. I don't know if they have the draft capital, and I don't know if they have the uh, PR capital. They want three first round draft picks. Stephon Gilmore and two first ain't going to cut it. Yeah. They, he, they want an equivalent of three first round draft picks. It's you know who's going to pay? It's the Houston Texans, Bill. No, but it's a Patriots disciple running that team now. He's he's not stupid. He helped. But he build might be it. on the take. It might he be might be whole... on the. T- oh my god! Oh my god! All right. All okay, right. Okay, we have Hold to move on. on. We'll talk in. Patriots. All... We'll talk <laughs> Patriots another day. We have to talk about uh, the Olympics are going on, and if you're watching them, fine. If you're not, fine. Um, but the big news today: uh, Simone Biles dropped out of the team event because um, she had uh, mental health uh, problems. Um, Ray, I, I know that you had an opinion on this. You posted about it this morning. So floor is yours. Yes. Uh, working three days a week with bill. I can totally understand where she's coming from for needing a mental health day, working with a shit bag like him. Obviously she's carrying that women's gymnastics team and they can't even hold a torch to her. So yes, I totally understand where she's coming from. She needs it, it, the world's coming to an end. Like it, a world's on her shoulders. She can't handle it. I get it. And then when you get a stiff like this asshole to my right, it just makes things worse. So I'm going to suck up. it up. Hold on. <laughs> suck it up. Okay, you had, you had one bad fucking routine and then you, you, you bailed suck, <laughs> suck it the fuck up. You had a bad routine. <laughs> you don't need a mental health day is, Oh shit. I suck today. And you quit. You fucking quit. I'm tired of this mental health bullshit being thrown out there just to, for someone to just quit. They fuck. She quit. I don't give a shit. You, you had a bad, it wasn't like she had a great routine and she's like, I'm not doing this anymore. You had a bad, bad routine. You fucking fell. You quit. You quit on the fucking team. I don't, I'm, I'm actually wow. with bill here. Wow. I am. I am starting to get this inkling that with, uh, Naomi, uh, Nakasau or whatever her fucking uh, name is. She oh, quit at the French one, open, yeah. uh, lost in the Olympics. Didn't this, go to Wimbledon. This sports, this young, uh, what do they call them? Gen Z, early 20 year old push of athletes are pushed too hard nowadays. And the stress of it is just too much. We have to pay attention to their mental health. Look, I, I won't put it in the Billy bad words where like, if, if you're going to freak out and fucking off yourself, take a breath. Sure. Take a day. But call somebody to your point. It's always after you sucked. It's yes. always after you sucked. Naomi Weather never came out and literally said it. She said, I don't want to talk to the press after I've had a bad match. After a good match, let's have a party. I'm all Same thing with Simone Biles. Like, I love, I, I think she's an awesome story. All that sexual bullshit that they went through. I, like, I'm with her a thousand percent. I know that she's got the world on her shoulders. I'm sure that she feels immense pressure. But this is a bad look. And you don't get, like, fine. You want to take the day? Fine. But you don't get credit. Like, you don't get credit from me. And I won't say that you quit. Like, if you come back and you just do your solo shit, that's a bad look, too. You let your team down. I'm sorry. That's it. And if it's for a good reason, fine. But at the bottom line, you let your team down. That's hey, it. She, she was you quit. Great, she, she was a great cheerleader, though. You this, can't. Has been this, this has been the Summer Mind Sports Show. Wednesday headlines, July uh, 28th. We'll we see you later on the week. And just for your uh, viewing pleasure, the, the medal count as we move forward in the, in the uh, Olympics here, uh, the United States are at 24 total, China 21, Japan 18, 
so on and so forth. So don't forget the ROC rock. We'll see you. <laughs> the rock. We'll see you later this week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Russia gets banned from the fucking Olympics and they still send a bunch of scrubs and they're still in like top five in medal count. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. The women won gold in the uh, team of gymnastics. Yeah, have you seen their flag? It's just the Did Olympic they? symbol. I they got silver. No, the U.S. No, got, US silver. got silver. Yeah. Russia, Russia, been Russia, about Russia, Russia won. Russia won. No, the oh, ROC. I, rock. Oh. Rock Nation. Got it. Got it. Rock Nation. It's the rock. I thought China got gold in the Olympics. Oh, no. China got gold in something else. Secondary swimming. I'm fu- I am beyond confused watching the Olympics. Like, the delay versus the live. The live. Stupid. I can't, like, like they. I don't like the way that they uh, advertise it. Like, NBC's like, stay tuned tonight to see if the women can overcome some own bot. Like, I've already seen it. I've yeah. seen it on Twitter. They, they got silver. What do you Yeah, like the U.S. About? just lost softball to Japan. Yeah, I watched I the watch interview. It. I watched the interview with a girl crying her brains out. What I came out of retirement for this. <laughs> I watched these fucking 14-year-old Chinese girls smoke everyone in synchronized diving. They were 14. It's like, no wonder you can control your body. Like, you're fucking 40 nah. pounds. Yeah, and this is what happens when you beat your kids from an early age to f- and you force them to do this shit. China, Russia, Japan. Come on. Come on. Did you see America. the women's national team uh, soccer uh, draw? Yeah, but they, adv- they advanced, right? I wanted to fucking shoot my brains out. Why would you watch that whole thing? Well, I watched the end. I watched it from seventy-six minutes on because oh, you, you know, still want to smash your brains out. What that took you two hours to finish it? I I was fucking angry. Like they were just playing for the draw. This is why that sport sucks. You you play for the draw for ninety minutes? Fuck well, they, you! They knew the uh, advance with a draw. That's I why. know. I understand why. Why would Ray? you attack? I'm why would you stupid. score? That's why that's the dumbest fucking sport. No, I, it's so stupid. Just, just don't make you it know what's coming. Would advance with a tie. Just don't You're, make ties a thing in the Olympics. Right. Like, you know or, or in tournament play. Don't make ties a thing. Twenty twenty four lacrosse coming to the Olympics. I don't really like lacrosse either. Really, it's I too, like lacrosse. I don't know too, the rules. Like, why I need to figure out the rules? I like it. I like it. It's like checks. Like the men's game, they hit each other. You got fucking sticks. Go, well, go, you go. would think that's what soccer would be, right? Always a running clock. Zero commercials. They do, what, a 20-minute intermission, 30-minute intermission or whatever. But 90 minutes. Cool. I'm in and out. But then you, you realize how big of a pussies they are. And you roll around and get fucking 30 extra minutes added on. And then you get hurt again. And then they add another 30 minutes on. It's like, it's fucking stupid. Call timeout. Why don't they call timeout? When There's someone's no rolling on. It doesn't. Why? This is what I don't fucking understand. He's rolling on the ground in fucking pain. Now you, ext- you extend the fucking game. Call timeout. Stop the goddamn clock it makes no fucking sense i will never understand that then you you don't you have no no idea how much fucking extra time you have you just got some asshole in the field with a fucking stopwatch looking at his goddamn wrist trying to figure out what fucking time it is and how long this fucking game has to go zero fucking sense it will get rid of this pussy ass diving everything (laughs) done with it billy on the pitch is back